Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, this is Father Tom Burke of the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh, and welcome to Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio. This show spotlights the important work of Catholic education in our Catholic schools and parish faith formation programs. Catholic Education Plus is brought to you by the generous supporters of Catholic education, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh in southwestern Pennsylvania. And this morning we are spotlighting St. Gregory Catholic School in Zelianople, which is at Butler County, and continues to thrive after more than a century of educating children. My guests this morning are Aaron Harris, who is the principal at St. Gregory's, and Matthew Dunker, who teaches science and health in 6th, 7th, and 8th grades. Aaron and Matthew, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Thank you for having Thank us. You. And Aaron, you arrived at St. Gregory's uh, back in 2005, first as a teacher, and then you became the assistant principal and then principal in 2011, which was the school's centennial year. And then more than 250 students are now enrolled in pre-K through 8th grade. And there's, I hear there's a waiting list for some grades. How do you uh, keep growing uh, over the years at St. Gregory's? Yeah, it's exciting. We are certainly growing, and I think there are many factors. Number one, that area is growing, so mm-hmm. there are a lot of people moving north, and they're finding out about St. Greg's and how wonderful it is. So word of mouth. And two, a couple years ago, I opened the preschool. And so that has certainly helped oh, us. Oh, they didn't well. have a preschool. We didn't have a preschool prior, prior to that. 2013, mm-hmm. so that seems to have helped a lot too. And we have a full day kindergarten to offer to the area, and a lot of the public schools have half day. So again, I think it's just people are finding out how special St. Gregory School is, and as more people are moving north, they want to become a part of that. And just a few weeks ago, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette had a wonderful article highlighting the town of Zelianople. It's only nine miles from Cranberry, and Cranberry Mars is a very growing area in, in Butler County, north of Allegheny. And that whole area has just exploded in the last uh, 20 years. I was a seminarian at St. Ferdinand Parish uh, over 20 years ago before I was ordained in 2001, and it's totally different uh, from when I was a seminarian. So I know that area uh, very well. So I can see why St. Gregory's would be expanded because, uh, first of all, that's the only uh, Catholic school up that north area. Uh, you do have St. Killian's uh, in Mars. but So there's a need uh, for Catholic education in Zillianople and, and in Adams Township. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yeah, it's a wonderful little town, and a lot is um, is coming to Zillianople. And I think people are surprised at how close we are. You know, mm-hmm. when you hear Zillianople, I think it used to be it's so far away, and now people are realizing we're actually Just very close. Just 79. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you're not too far from um, Beaver County either. Right. And now with on-mission groupings, you'll be expanding into the Elwood City area too. So. Right. That's right. And some listeners might be surprised, Aaron, that Catholic grade school is uh, in a small town like Zillianople is is doing so well. And you're really a regional school now drawing families from four counties because Zillianople is on that the Butler, Lawrence, Beaver, and Allegheny County line. Do you think that also is a success? You're not just Zillianople 
uh, families are coming to St. Gregory's, right? Oh, definitely. So we have public schools. We have, I think, 11 or 12 public wow. schools that provide us with transportation. So, again, what we were just saying, more people are realizing that we're, we're pretty close to them mm-hmm. and that they're getting transportation is a huge help. Um, so we are pulling from a lot of different communities, and it works out very well, for sure. Now, Matt, you came to St. Gregory's uh, in 2016, and you taught science at the former St. Bonaventure School in Glenshaw, where uh, you grew up as a student. Uh, what were your impressions of St. Gregory when you first arrived? Obviously, it was different from being in Glenshaw, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so I was a, a student at St. Bonaventure, uh, K-8, to and it reminded me a lot of that. Mm-hmm. It uh, had that old feeling of, like, that excitement of going to school and you know, it's it's big enough, but it's not too big where you know everybody. And, I mean, that w- that's one of the things I noticed. Like, the eighth graders are friends with the kindergartners, nice. you know, and they, they help each other out. They're bus buddies. Um, so it had that old Catholic school feel that I remembered and I loved when I was growing up. And that's what I noticed, like, immediately. So you're a product of Catholic education, and now you're a teacher. You're on the other side of the desk, so to speak, right? Yeah, I, I am. It, I don't think some of my old teachers would have ever expected me to be on that side of the desk either. Um, but, you know, I had such a positive experience whenever I was a student. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to be able to, to give back and to kind of pay it forward um, and hopefully give my students the same great experience that I got when I was a student at St. Bonaventure. Now, why did you teach? Why did you choose to teach in a Catholic school versus a public or private or a cyber school? Well, it, I mean, it just kind of happened by chance, or you know, God always has a plan for you. So, uh, His plan, I think, was for me to be in the Catholic school system, and you know, you learn so much more than just the academics uh, when you're in Catholic school. And so, I, it taught me how to be, you know, a, a good person. You know, it mm-hmm. gave me a good path, a good moral compass. Um, and so being at St. Greg's, now I'm able to to remember and recall all the things I learned as a student, you know, that go well beyond the textbooks. And then I'm able to, to teach those kids. And, and hopefully, you know, they won't pick up everything, but hopefully they pick up a few things along the way. And you're teaching middle school students, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, and, and uh, science and health are, are very important issues. Uh, what are some things that you're seeing with those middle school students, uh, are they interested in, in science? Because uh, sometimes math and science and, uh, well, everyone likes um, health and phys ed, but the science, is that difficult uh, for middle school, or do you see there's a growing interest in that with your, your students? Well, it depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, changes, huh? Um, yeah, absolutely. But, no, I, I definitely see an interest. Um, and we do a lot of extra science things. We do a PJS and we do a science bowl. And, yeah, I definitely think that there is a growing interest. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a student, you could not get me to do extra science after school instead of a sport. But you would not believe, like, how eager students are to stay after school to work on a science really? project. Mm-hmm. Oh, they love it. Um, and so it's, it's heartwarming for me in a lot of ways, you know, and, and complimentary. Um, that they are willing to spend that extra time to continue their science education. Aaron, do you want to talk a little bit about what makes St. Gregory's School so unique, especially uh, faith formation and academics? Obviously, in a Catholic school, um, the 
classes are reading, writing, arithmetic, you know, obviously the math and sciences, health, but the faith is a key thing. Can you tell our listeners a little bit what makes St. Gregory's very unique and special to blend the faith with the academics? Yeah, it makes us who we are. You know, I'm a big believer that if our students are coming to school feeling loved or Mm -hmm. even staff or even myself, if we're feeling love and comfortable, we're going to be growing and we're going to be growing academically and spiritually, most importantly, the spiritually. So we infuse our faith into what we do. I tell the kids all the time, I don't want them to just pray. I want them to be prayer. Mm -hmm. You know, I want that to be who they are and who we are. And I think throughout the day, like you said, we have, you know, we're teaching the math and the science and the language arts, but we're infused with our faith at all times. We pray before class, um, you know, throughout the day. We have church music and, of course, Mass every Friday. Um, in addition to all of that, we read from a book called Jesus Calling. I decided mm-hmm. to do that last year because I really wanted them to sort of reflect on Scripture at their level. So many nice. times we're listening to Scripture and we don't really understand. And I think for our kindergartner, all, kindergartners all the way through eighth grade, they're able to really listen um, daily to that Scripture and then how can it relate to their lives. So we interrupt the day to talk Scripture. We we pray, and like I said, it's just who we are, and I think when the fact that we're fostering this really healthy, loving environment is just a beautiful thing, and people want to be a part of it. They're finding out about it. And that's why the parents are there, exactly. having their kids get a good quality Catholic education, and you start the day off with prayer, uh, midday prayer with lunch, and then before you go home, before that bell rings, you end the day with prayer. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a beginning, middle, and end, but that's part of the faith and the formation and then you teach the kids you plant that seed at a little young age and then when they walk out your doors uh after eighth grade you instilled that routine so to speak mm-hmm. and do you, do you find that to be helpful and to see the kids grow with the little oh, kids versus the big kids definitely yeah. i am so proud i actually teach the eighth graders confirmation nice. and i've been doing it for a long time and i love to see how genuinely excited they are about their faith and I like to plant those seeds so that if they're not getting it now, you know, in their spiritual development, they may it may click when they're 30 or mm-hmm. may click when they're 40. But they're excited about their faith. You can tell. And we we have the strong academics. We have to. You know, we want to be a strong um, Catholic school in, in regards to the academics and also with the faith. You know, I was told by an eighth grade boy one time, he said, Mrs. Harris, you know, St. Greg's has wonderful faith, you know, and and. I was like, I can't believe this 14-year-old boy is telling me that wow. he feels the faith in this building. So that was, a, that was a great moment for us because I know that what we're doing is working. And for a, a big school, 250 kids is a large number for mm-hmm. a Catholic school. And But even with a big school, the kids are still, it's still a family. So you still keep that small hometown atmosphere inside your school, even though you have a large number. Right. Uh, how do you keep that balance? Right. Yeah, I often say that to parents that are coming in for a tour. I'll say it sounds a little cliche, but we are a family. Yeah, it's true. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone feels that way, whether you're a staff member or you're a parent or you're, you're a student. Um, we are a big family and not too big. You right. know, we're not a huge school, but we still, like Matt had mentioned earlier, it's still that small Catholic school atmosphere. And uh, it's, you know, it's just remarkable. It really is. And the northern area of Butler County, or northern uh, Allegheny County and southern Butler County, that there's a lot of large sc- public school districts up there. So mm-hmm. you're a big Catholic school, but you're small where mm-hmm. it's you're not just a number. So right. you don't, they don't get lost in the shuffle. It's a big, strong, healthy Catholic school, 
but a small family, and everyone kind of knows each other. Absolutely. Definitely. And they feel that. And they feel that. For sure. Kind of best of the both worlds, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and just driving past uh, St. Gregory's uh, over the years to see the old school building, the original school mm-hmm. building, and then the present school building, and then the addition uh, that was added on several years ago. It's just a beautiful, nice campus uh, just right off the main It is beautiful. There. Yeah, and we've done a lot of updates since then, even from the new building 13 years ago. I think it was completed. Yeah. We've done a lot even since then. Keep it current. Good. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment on Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, the administrator at St. B Parish in Point Breeze. And this morning we are spotlighting St. Gregory Catholic School in Zelianople in Butler County. And we are talking to Erin Harris. Uh, she is the principal at St. Gregory's. And Matthew Dunker is the science and health teacher for the 6th, 7th, and 8th graders at St. Gregory's in Zelianople. And Erin and Matt, as we were talking uh, during the break, um, Matt, we were talking about the how it's a, it's a large school, but it's small. And I want to focus on uh, the engaging the parents and the families in any school is important. How are the parents and the families involved at St. Gregory's? Uh, well, like Aaron was saying, we're a family, mm-hmm. um, very much a family atmosphere. Um, and the parents are there. They're in the, they're in the lunchroom volunteering their time. They're there on Fridays when we go to Mass as an entire school. Nice. Uh, they volunteer for festivals and sports. And so they're always around. Um, and on top of that, we love seeing them. They're so positive. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that family atmosphere really that's what really invites people in i know as a new teacher um, it was so nice to meet so many new people and they were so welcoming and inviting um, that anybody that's an outsider it doesn't matter if they've known you for 10 minutes or 10 years um, they'll invite you in and so you know i always look at things as a sports guy i look at things as like a team aspect Mm -hmm. Um, and parents teachers are on the same team and they're on the team of what can we do that's best for the students um, what's best for their children. And so we're in constant communication, and it's a nice feeling at the end of the school year. You know, it's, it's celebratory in a lot of ways. Sometimes it's bittersweet as older students graduate, but at, at the end of the year you're, you're thinking, job well done. You know, you want to – We did it. We accomplished something. That's right. Mm-hmm. Give everybody a high five, like that victory at the end. Yeah. Um, and so that team atmosphere, that family atmosphere, uh, it shines through at St. Mm-hmm. Greg's. Now, Aaron, the parents that are listening here this morning and grandparents, they might say, well, Catholic tuition uh, is an obstacle and the cost of uh, attending a Catholic school can be way beyond somebody's means. Um, and, but you said uh, St. Gregory's is one of the most affordable in the diocese. How are you able to help families if they have a concern with the financial obstacles? Yeah, that is correct. We are one of the lowest uh, tuitions in the diocese, and it was always our goal to keep it that way mm-hmm. because we wanted Catholic education to be affordable for everyone. Mm-hmm. So in addition to the low tuition rate, we also have a lot of financial aid available, um, whether that's through the diocese um, or through our own St. Gregory Grant Fund. But there are always ways, you know, again, everyone that I've worked with, we were big believers in if somebody wants to send their child to Catholic school, we do everything we can to make it work for them. So uh, we're able to do that, and I think that's a reason why our numbers are so high, because people know we're going to work with them, and there's aid available out there. So you would never turn somebody away to, Absolutely hey, come not. in, check it out, take a tour. Exactly. And now that we're in October, a lot of people are, oh, it's not too early to think about next year, because 
you know, a lot of the colleges have open houses and high schools have open houses now in the fall. And this is a great time of year because school's up and running for a month and a half now and come in and, and shop around, so to speak. Correct? Right. Not only do we, you know, people are thinking of next year, but I had a, a meeting with a parent yesterday oh. about bringing their child yeah. uh, next week, really. So we have kids that are constantly uh, transferring in mid-year because they find out about it and they want to be a part of it sooner than later. And Cranberry, uh, because of uh, the corporations located up there, very transit, so people can mm-hmm. come and go and move even in the middle of the school year. So you probably have, you're always welcoming people through those doors. We are. Way starting Definitely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other thing I want to mention is how accepting our, our students mm-hmm. are. You know, again, I have kids that are coming in, whether it's 6th, 7th, and 8th grade or as little children, and no matter what, the kids that are at St. Gregory's, like Matt's, Matt said, are so welcoming mm-hmm. and accepting. So it's an easy transition for anybody that's new. And they not necessarily have to be Catholic either, no, right? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of non-Catholics. Mm-hmm. Sure. We just support um, everyone. You know, they're part of the, the Catholic faith while they're there, but we support even, of course, non-Catholics. Now, Matt, some St. Gregory students have uh, recently who recently um, graduated and now they're in Catholic high schools, they uh, returned to St. Gregory's to speak to the students. Uh, what was their message, the alumni coming back home, so to speak? You know what, it's pretty powerful. Mm. Um, when they come back, I mean, first, it, it's always great to see them, and they always seem excited to come back. Um, and when they were coming back, and they, some of our most recent students, most recent graduates, talking about the power of prayer mm-hmm. in their lives and how, you know, it was instilled in them at St. Gregory and what an important part um, it's playing in their life right now. Uh, students talking about openly about how important it is and getting the other people to pray for them, you know, special petitions. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and they believe, they're, they're saying that that really helped. That was one of the things that got me through that day. Um, so that power of prayer that these guys come back and they talk about, um, it's a pretty beautiful thing when you nice. hear them speak about it at, at mm-hmm. that age. Yeah, it's like the you know, big brothers and big sisters coming back and say, hey, we walked through these halls and sat at these desks. That's and right. The kids can look up to them as good role models and say, hey, this could be me. In the Absolutely. Future, you know? Yeah. Now, Aaron, uh, tomorrow obviously is October 15th, and it's an important date uh, here in the Diocese of Pittsburgh as 188 parishes in the six counties are being brought together into 57 groupings and eventually become a new multi-size parish uh, as part of the on-mission Church Alive process. Uh, for me, being at St. Bede and Point Breeze, I will be now uh, additionally the administrator at St. Charles Luanga in Homewood and also St. James in Wilkinsburg. So how do you see uh, this opportunity now for St. Gregory School within your grouping of the three parishes of expanding? Yeah, I'm excited. I, I see it as a great opportunity to bring together our resources. Mm-hmm. Holy Redeemer in Elwood City closed a year or two ago, so we've already merged. We were sort of ahead of the game, and we welcomed a lot of the Holy Redeemer students in. Now, there isn't another Catholic school you know, in our area now, but I think merging with uh, St. Ferdinand's especially, it's going to help us. A lot of young families. A lot of young Ferdinand's, families. Right. Mm-hmm. I want them to know about St. Greg's. Mm-hmm. I want them to hear about it. And we already have a lot of uh, students from the St. Ferdinand. Uh, parish. So I think that it's going to be great. I'm really excited about it. I'm excited to work with Father Gallagher. Mm-hmm. And it's only good things to come. He was my mentor uh, as a seminarian, and uh, I think he's going to be great uh, with St. Ferdinand's Holy Redeemer and St. Gregory's to bring the three together. And, uh, you know, it's it's a little bit longer drive uh, from Elwood City to Cranberry, but in St. Gregory's is right smack dab in the middle. But 
a lot closer than what people think. So, right, definitely. Yeah. yeah, we're looking forward to it. And again, this is this is goes back to the family situation we talked about. You know, we're all becoming a huge family now. Mm-hmm. These these three parishes, and so far so good. Everybody seems to be working very well together. And that's the whole purpose of our mission is to bring uh, the parishes and the schools together and communities. And um, you know, people are are people and. Uh, neighbors are neighbors so it's a lot of people know a lot of people already and um, they go to school together and shop together bank together and now they can worship together no matter what building it's in the, the people are the are the, the church so that's really helpful Aaron if somebody is interested in coming to take a look at St. Gregory's School uh, how would they reach you I think the best way right now is to find us online mm-hmm. on our website. We have a wonderful website. It's stgregzilly.org. Uh, you can just Google St. Gregory Zillianopel, and, and I'm sure it's the first link. In addition to that, our school um, phone number is 724-452-9731. Um, we're on Facebook. We have a, a link on Facebook for the school. So there are many, many ways to, to get a hold of us if somebody would like more information or a tour. And Matt, you'll be there to, to welcome people too, and come into your talk about the science and the health. Yeah, right? I'll take them through. Yeah, you can be our tour guide. Tour. Yeah, yeah tour absolutely. Guide. I'll enjoy that very much. Welcome them all and, and share and share that what St. Gregory's has to offer. Uh, Aaron Harris, the principal at St. Gregory's, and Matthew Dunker, the science and health teacher. Uh, thank you very much for being with us this morning. Thank you for having yeah, us. Thank you very Appreciate much. Appreciate it. We learned a lot about uh, St. Gregory Catholic School in Zillianopel and what it has to offer. And uh, go take a tour. Give them a call. Uh, they'll be glad to show you around. Like I said, Zillianopel is very easily accessible. It's only nine miles from Cranberry Township right off of uh, 19 and Interstate 79. You can get there from downtown in roughly half hour, 45 minutes. So it's, it's going to be there. Thanks for being with us. We'll be back in a moment. This week in our Plus segment, we're featuring the Catholic Women's Fellowship Conference, which will be held on Saturday, October the 27th. That's just in a couple weeks. It will be held at the Hyatt Regency Hotel located at the Pittsburgh Airport in Moon Township. Uh, the speakers will include Barbara Heil. She's a missionary teacher and evangelist and Benedictine Father Boniface Hicks, who is a radio host and author. Andrea Thomas will be a songwriter and speaker and worship leader and is the St. Bernadette DLJCL Administrator of the Ark and Dovenant Retreat Center. And also Bishop Zubik will be celebrating Mass. Again, that is on Saturday, October the 27th, Catholic Women's Conference at the Airport Hyatt. Uh, information, you can um, look at, uh, visit www.cwfpitt.org. That's cwfpitt. Org for uh, registering and for more information. The Catholic Women's Fellowship Conference, Saturday, October the 27th at the Hyatt Regency Hotel located at the airport. Looks like it's going to be a great afternoon for everyone to attend. Thank you for listening to Catholic Education Plus, and thanks again to our supporters, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. I'm Father Tom Burke. Join us again in two weeks at 630 right here on KDK Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.